Good evening. Isn't the singing beautiful tonight? It's been great to have everyone in here. Thank you for being here tonight as we have this opportunity again to worship. Thank you for joining us on the live stream tonight. Let's uh, think about this for a second. This week we are, uh, our elders started taking names today for those uh, who we would like to put before the congregation uh, to be elders. If you know someone that you would like to, to, to put their name before them, go to them and ask if they would be willing to do that. And if so, put that in writing and you sign it and hand that to the elders and that will start the process. This is, a, as I've said, a very exciting time for our congregation to be thinking about installing more elders. We want to always have solid leadership. As the, the leadership base grows, it allows our congregation to have the, the stable, stabiliza, stabilization it needs in order to grow and continue to grow and do more good. I, I pray that you'll be with this. And as a great opportunity this week to be a part of this, each day there's going to be an email sent um, and there's going to be a daily devotional. There's going to be a reading. There may be something for you to do. It may be uh, something for you to pray, something for you to think about. Each day as we point our minds toward God and ask His wisdom and His guidance as we look at appointing new shepherds. I pray that today that uh, we will do that. Again, if, if you look in your email and it's not there, please check your spam or junk folder and see if it is in there. Sometimes things get diverted. And also, maybe you may say, hey, I don't even know what email is. And that's okay, too. There are some hard copies out uh, at Information Central. Please pick one up before you go. And uh, I think it'll be a blessing. If you will, let's begin tonight in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we are thankful for you, your, your love for us, your care for us. And we pray that you will be with us tonight as we focus on you and your Son and your Spirit and worship. As we ask your wisdom and your guidance, as we recognize your servants, and as we sing praises to you, may it all be done in a way that brings glory and honor to you. Let's sing together. In Christ, let me pray. Amen. The splendor of the
praise God. And tonight, we want to go to that great God who we have praised in prayer. As we think about that, we want to ask Him again for, uh, for wisdom and for Him to bless us as we go through this time of looking at future elders and also ask Him to bless our congregation. So many times when we make a prayer list, it is something we go through and we pray about physical things. We do, we pray about physical things. We pray about people who are sick. We pray about people who have lost loved ones. We, we, we pray about financial situations. And when we are going through something, it is not uncommon for us to want to have uh, possibly the elders, that's what the Bible says, come in to pray with us. That is what James 5.14 says, Any one of you sick, he should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Tonight, instead of praying in some ways about things that are physical like sickness, we want to, as a little one would, pray about some spiritual things. Prayer is powerful, and prayer is not powerful because we can say powerful words. It's because we are praying to a powerful God, the one and only God, who has the ability to answer prayers throughout the Bible, Paul tells us in Romans 12, 12, to continue steadfast in prayer. Ephesians 6, 18, praying always. And 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, to pray without ceasing. And we want to do the same. Tonight, I want to ask you to pray for our shepherds. In just a moment, I'm going to ask John Thomas to come up. And he's going to pray for our current elders. Very thankful for these men, men who have accepted the call, who have stepped forward to do what First Peter uh, 5 tells us. It says, I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed, to shepherd the flock that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly. As God would have you not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not dom domineering, over those who are in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you'll receive an unfading crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. I am thankful for these nine men who you have selected, but they have also accepted that selection to be our shepherds here and have served here. We want to keep them before our prayers often and pray for them, and we want to bring their names before God. They are the ones who spend their time praying for us, and we want to have this opportunity to pray for them. And now JT is going to come pray and lead us in prayer for our current elders. if you will bow with me. Dear Father, we are so grateful to come before you and so humbled to be in your presence. We pray now for our elders that are currently serving here. And as Griff came up here and prayed for all the sick, called each one by name, like a good shepherd does. 
We want to call each one of our elders' names and lift their name up before you at this time. Pray for David Burka and Jack Cronk and Albert England, Dwayne Griffin, Pat Hackney, Tony Huddleston, Eric McGreevy, Daniel Nordstrom, and James Whitaker. Father, we know that you know their names. We know that they have served us in a good way. They've served you in a good way. But we want to put their names before you as the sheep. Thankful for the shepherd. Ultimately, we're thankful for Christ, your son, who is the ultimate, ultimate good shepherd. We pray that these men will lock in their service unto Christ. Bless them in every way. Forgive them when they fail you. Help us to lift them up and tell them that we love them and we thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Soldiers of Christ arise soldiers of Christ to step forward and to be willing to serve. When we think about the future of this congregation, I believe the future is always as bright as the promises of God. And we serve a great God who, who wants his church to make a difference in, in this community. And one way it's going to do that is if we continue to have men who will take a leadership servant role and shepherding his congregation. 
being willing to serve as elders, to oversee and, and to shepherd, to be involved in the lives and lead people spiritually, to have a vision that looks, looks forward and is able to see the obstacles and see so much the finish line of where we are going. As we think about this and our, our, our future leaders, we, we think about what Titus has said. Paul said to Titus in Titus chapter 1, rather. He said, this is why I left you in Crete, so that you may put what remained into order and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. If anyone is above reproach, the husband of one wife, his children are believers and are not open to the charge of debauchery or insubordination. For an overseer is God's steward, must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable or lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. We need men who love God, who love this church, who love lost people, who love his word, who love their wife and children and are bringing them along to, to know you and lead them spiritually, to be willing to step up. I'm thankful to be a part of a congregation where you look around and, and you see men who, who would meet those descriptions and not, and not just now but in the future men who are continuing and want to see them continue to grow in Christ so that we continue to have leadership throughout until the Lord returns. I've asked Eric McGreevy, he's our, our newest shepherd, to come pray for those who we are looking for right now. To pray for those and who, who is, we would hope that would be able to, to, to step in and be able to serve along with our current elders as we continue to do the work of Christ here at Mount Juliet. Eric, if you would come lead us in prayer. Let's go to God together in prayer. Father in heaven, we are so thankful that we can come to you in prayer, Father, and we are thankful for this church family and for the structure that you've established, Father, and for the role that each of our members play. Father, we're thankful for the leaders that uh, lead the various ministries in this congregation. We're thankful for your word that guides us in all that we do. Father, as we as a congregation, um, consider the installation of elders. We pray that you will uh, give, the, give us wisdom as we make these selections, Father. Father, we pray that you will prick the hearts of men in this congregation to realize the, the need that uh, we have as a people for leadership as you direct, Father. Father, we pray for the, the men who are qualified that you will give them wisdom and give them clarity of mind and give them courage as they um, consider the role here in the congregation. Father, we pray that you'll be with the families of these men as they um, consider the prospect of uh, sharing their time uh, with, with the congregation, share, share the, the leader of their home with the congregation as the leader. Father, we pray that you'll, you'll give them courage and Give them confidence that your will be done, Father. 
Father, we are so blessed with talent in this congregation, and we thank you for that. Father, we pray that you'll be with the young men of this congregation. Help them to, right now in their lives, determine that they want to serve you throughout their life and that they will study, they will pray for, they will pray for wisdom, Father, and that they will prepare themselves so down the road they'll also be ready to step up and serve you when the time comes, Father. Father, you have been so good to this congregation. For over 125 years, you've blessed us. We have confidence that you'll continue to bless us when, as we serve you, Father. And we pray that you'll be with us, guide us, and we have confidence that the right decision will be made, Father. We're so thankful for Jesus and for his example and for his sacrifice that he made for us. In his name we pray. Amen. I'm going to offer a very uh, prayer right now. It's, it's interesting. When Paul writes the, the brethren there in, in uh, Thessalonica, he says in 1 Thessalonians 5.27, before that he says what? Pray without ceasing. And a few verses later he says what? Brothers, pray for us. I want to encourage you to pray for the staff that we have here. I'm thankful to be a part uh, of this staff. I, I feel blessed every day when, when I come in to, to look around and see the people that we have who serve here on our staff. I'm thankful for our secretaries, Wendy and Tammy. Do you realize many times that's the first voice somebody will talk to before they come worship with us? As they call in, that is the voices they will hear. Sometimes there are people who stop by the building and that might be their first exposure to the congregation. Many times when something's going on in your life, you will hear one of these voices call and check on you and ask what they can do. We are blessed with good secretaries, and we have been. Years before these ladies were secretaries, we had other really good ladies. It was interesting. I, I met somebody right after I moved here, and, and they said they were driving through town, had just moved here, and liked the color of the roof, and actually pulled in to ask the secretaries if they knew what color roof and how they could get that and, and could they find the, the exact color shingle that we had. And they helped them. They weren't members of the church. They just stopped by and liked that. And later on, because of a kindness showed them into an, in an office, those people went on to become Christians. They had visited here again after I'd been here and told me that story. I said, what an awesome thing. Why? Because when they came in the doors during the week to ask an interesting question, they were met with kindness. Pray for them. We are blessed with a children's coordinator, Lauren Moss, who does a phenomenal job. And she likes baseball and the Astros, evidently, okay? I asked her permission before I used this picture. I didn't want to get in trouble again. Um... Very thankful for her. She is very diligent. I believe she spoke today in the ladies' class. I wasn't there to hear, but I, I believe that was the, the case. I'm sure she did a wonderful job. The way she loves our children and plans out that, that cur curriculum and the way you see her work through Vacation Bible School, to have a Vacation Bible School that have 600 children come and realize that, that they are going to do what? Learn about Jesus that week. We want to pray and be thankful for her. Also, one of the reasons we want to pray for her is because she works hand-in-hand -hand with Tim. 
and we'll get to Tim in a minute, okay? Also on our staff, we have Blaine McKinney. Blaine is our, our two-year assistant youth minister intern. There's a lot of different titles. I'm not sure uh, which one we go with. Um, um, somebody referred to him as our little youth minister boy. Let's not use that one, okay? <laughs> Actually, I think you're the new little youth minister boy was the exact quote. Let's not do that one, okay? You know, let's never say that one out loud again. Sorry, Blaine. <laughs> Blaine is a gifted servant of God and is... And is so dedicated, not only to working with our young people, but he's doing so much with our media and so many things to help this congregation uh, to be able to reach out and make a difference in the kingdom of God, and we want to pray for him. We're also blessed to have Philip and Laura Jenkins on staff. Laura is a counselor, and Philip is a youth minister. They have their children, Lucas and Holly, and this congregation is blessed. I don't know how you feel about Philip, but I know people at other congregations are jealous that we have him. The amount of work that he does to teach your children, not only uh, the Bible, but also how to live like Christ and equip them and give them opportunities to lead and to serve. And we want to pray with him also. I I'm thankful for, for Tim and Tracy and Presley, Martin. Tim is an education minister and, and lining up all the different Bible classes, making sure that the teachers are equipped and have what they need. Being able to be to someone that not only does that, but does a lot of work with our deacons and has an expertise in so many different things, he's leaned on a, in a lot of different ways. And we are greatly blessed to have him. So very thankful that Brian... And Allison and Ava LaMasters have moved here. Brian, who's doing our discipleship, who is following up with our guests, who is, who is coming up with ways to reach out into this community and to help those come, come to Christ. I'm thankful for him, and we've already seen his hard work. Those who were here a couple of weeks ago for the Summer Faith Series where he spoke could see his heart and his passion for helping people walk closer with God. I'm thankful to be a part of it. I'm thankful to be a part of this group and thankful that my wife and, and my son, we are here and thankful my son will be able to grow up here. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Sometimes I feel like the, the guy who wanted to enter his mule into the Kentucky Derby. They said, there's no way. He said, you're running against thoroughbreds. He said, I know, but I think the company would do him good. Okay, sometimes I feel that way. I'm thankful to look around at the staff that I'm blessed to work with every day. I want you to pray for us that we're able to show people Jesus. That's what people want in, in Scripture, sir, we would see Jesus. Pray that, that God would make an opportunity for us to be able to, to speak and be heard the gospel, that, that, that we will know what to say, that there will be people who are able to proclaim God's Word clearly, not only in what we say, but how we live. That we, as we teach God's Word in whatever capacity, to children, to adults, however it works, that we'd be bold and not afraid to proclaim the message, that, that the message would be accepted by many, and it would be spread and it would be honored. 
There are challenges in ministry. Paul says it like this, and says, Besides everything else, I face the daily pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I do not feel weak? Who is led into sin and I do not inwardly burn? Paul said it's not just the physical stuff, the guy who's been beaten and through shipwrecks and everything else. He said part of the stress of, of being a servant of God and being a minister is carrying that weight of wanting to carry the gospel and lift people and let them know who God is. Pray that we be protected from sin and temptation. And this is not just for us. This will be for our elders. This will be for all of us. Pray for our wisdom, for our faith and faithfulness, for our courage, for our courage, for our vision, for our humility, for our families, for our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health, our stamina that we are able to, to do this and continue on and also for protection from the evil one. I've asked Kim Yop to come up and offer a prayer for our staff. And at this time, if Kim would come up, I would greatly appreciate it. Let's pray together. Almighty and all-powerful maker and creator of this universe and our loving Heavenly Father, thank you that you've told us, thank you for telling us to come to you in prayer. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for assuring us that as we pray that we should be confident that you've answered. Thank you for being a good and a great and a loving God that we can be comforted in those answers. Father, we bring before you the staff that serve you here at this congregation. Father, we bring them before you as well as their families. We put before you Tammy and Wendy and Blaine and Lauren. We bring before you Tim and Brian, Laura, Philip, and Craig. Father, we pray as well for all of those who support them, their immediate families, and then the others who also support them in what they do. Thank you, Father, that they serve you and that in doing so, they serve this congregation. As they go through their various roles and responsibilities, we're thankful that you've brought together such a group of diverse personalities and skills to be about your service. As they do that, Father, we would that you would be glorified and that we and they and our community would come to know your son and the blessings that you've given through him. Father, thank you for their servants' hearts. Thank you for those that work for the effective and the efficient operations of the, that are just necessary for this congregation to be served. And with the similar complexity and the detail that we read about in Leviticus with all that is involved in helping us to be focused on serving you, Father, we ask your love and your care on each individual and each of their wives and their family that they would be about your service. Father, bless the work that they do with their hands and with their hearts. Father, give them strength and diligence that as they go about their work, that 
this congregation would be encouraged, our community served. Father, we pray fervently for them, for wisdom, for discernment, for strength, for faith, and for joy as they go about the work. And as Craig just mentioned, keep them from temptation and the evil one. Strengthen them that you would be glorified and that your kingdom would be strengthened. And again, that this congregation be encouraged and our community served and it all be for your glory. And it is in the name of your son we ask. Amen. If you will, would, y'all, would you stand please? I care not today what the model may bring.
also think we thought about our elders, our future elder, our staff. I also think about this congregation. As we've been preaching through 1 Timothy, one thing I've tried to say every week is one of the reasons Paul sent Timothy to Ephesus is because they needed a healthy church. Mount Juliet needs us to be a healthy church, a light in this community, a place that reaches out to lost, that reaches out to those who are hurting, a place that teaches truth, a place where people are comforted and people are loved. Paul lists some of the dangers in Galatians that we face as, as Christians. He said, we, 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 there's a, they struggle. There's times that the works of the flesh are a struggle. It says, now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you as I warned you before, those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Satan is going to tempt us with these things. But if we're going to be light, we must be people who walk in the Spirit. Paul says walking in the Spirit is this, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. We as a church want to be people who have crucified the flesh and walk in the Spirit of God. We want to be people who remember that we have a mission, and that mission is to let people know that we have a Savior, that they have a Savior, that they have someone who loves them regardless of their background, that they have someone who not only loves them but wants them to be saved and have a home in heaven for eternity. They need to know that. They need to know that they will have a church family here on earth, and we need to be people who are sending that mission out. We want to be a church that glorifies God. That means makes God shine. That when people see us, that, that they see how great a God we have because we have been that love and that kindness and that stability and that compassion to them. We want to be a church that's dedicated to spreading the gospel. I'm thankful for the work that, that goes on all throughout the world because this congregation is dedicated to doing that. What happens when we as members individually dedicate our lives to doing this? I've asked Blaine McKinney to come up and pray for us tonight and pray for our congregation to help us be that light and have that focus on the gospel and, and to be that congregation here that makes an eternal difference. Blaine, if you would come on. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity that each and every one of us as believers and, and those who have been immersed into Christ that we have to be ambassadors of yours, Lord. Lord, thank you for that great and amazing honor, Lord, that you've given us to bear your name. Help us each and every day in our communities, in our workplace, in the stores that we are at to encounter souls for the purpose of you, Lord. Help us to see our community as a mission field, Lord. Help us to impact our community each and every day, uh, bearing your name with us, Lord. Help us to encourage everyone that we meet. Help us to build people up around us. Help people to see 
you and us with every interaction that we have, Lord. Lord, regardless of our career or our gender or our race, Lord, help us to be servants of yours, to be ministers of yours, Lord. Help us to see our careers and our jobs as, as, as part of your mission, Lord. Not just as something we do to make money, Lord, but as something that serves in the kingdom of God, where we may encounter people for the sake of the gospel, Lord. Lord, help us to know our neighbors. Help us to not only live in this community, but be invested here. Help us to invest in people in our community and to serve them as you would, Lord. Lord, help us to be a great light for people here. And when they think about us, they see a great image of you and your son in us. Lord, help us to be ambassadors also of this church here, that when people think about the Mount Juliet Church of Christ, that it gives glory to you, Lord, and not to us. Lord, give us the strength and the courage to walk in your spirit each and every moment of each and every day, Lord. Forgive us when we do wrong, Lord, but encourage and build us up when we do what you've called us to do. We pray all this to your Son. Amen. Lord my God, when I started and ended with praising Him. Because if we're going to pray to Him, we need to realize who He is, and He's God. That is why I wanted to, to sing some things about His greatness, to sing soldiers of Christ arise, encouraging our, our men to be willing to lead, and also songs of praise about faith and about heaven, about doing the work of the Lord to remind us that we as His servants make a difference here. When I think about that, I, I think about the prayers we have made tonight. So very thankful for the prayers for our current elders, prayer for our future elders, prayer for our staff, and prayers that we have for us to make a difference in this community. We have a, a, an opportunity, and it's incredible that God gives us that opportunity to come before Him and pray to Him. To bow together as a group and offer up prayers to Him and, and to think about, I love Ephesians 3.20. Now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power that is at work within us, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever, amen. I think that we have spoken tonight to the King of the universe who spoke 
the world into existence, what can he do with that? More than we can imagine. More than we can imagine. Tonight, I want to encourage us to be thankful for the God we serve, for the church we're a part of, and the opportunity we have to serve. Tonight, I hope you think about the worship and the opportunity we've had to praise God and tell Him His greatness and worship Him. And, and I pray that tonight has helped to strengthen your faith as, as I hope that you have seen God for His strength. And, and because of that, that we pray big, mighty, huge prayers because we have an incredible, mighty God who can do more than we ask or imagine. How great is our God? Tonight, if you are not a Christian, I, I, I want you to make that decision. To give your life to that Almighty God, to, to say, I want to be His child. I want to be with Him. I want to be on His mission. And tonight, I want to be baptized for of my sins. Tonight, we'd love for someone to make that decision. Or it may be tonight, you say, you know what? I, I just need this church family to pray with me and for me. And we would love to do that. Tonight, if we can help you in your walk and in life with this mighty God. We would love to do that. If you would come now while we stand and while we sing.